what is the word encounter for those that are writing encounter is a supernatural experience or an effect on your spirit that make God become real to you hmm, Jesus thank you are you there? I said encounter is a what? A supernatural what? Experience or an effect on your what? Spirit that makes God become what? Real to you. That means God can become real to somebody. That means God can become real to you. So encounter is that thing that happened to your spirit that take God away from the Bible and bring him and turn him to a person that you can relate with are we together are we together you must have had someone like pastor Benny he talks about the Holy Spirit and you hear him talking about the Holy Spirit you hear them talking to the Holy Spirit in fact your pastor Yongisho wrote a book and said Holy Spirit my senior partner you see those people when they relate with the Holy Spirit or if you have seen a video of Ketun Kuma you will see those people describing the Holy Spirit as if the Holy Spirit is somebody that you can be seen they describe him in a way that makes you feel as if is there something I'm not getting how come these people know the Holy Spirit so much that they can relate with him are we together now you see the reason why they can relate with him is because what they've come no they had an encounter with the Holy Spirit now listen to me about the Holy Spirit what you need to know about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit has a body see when you hear the word Holy Ghost don't think a ghost he has a body but his body is kept away so that the message of Christ will be revealed. Remember when Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit, he will talk about what? He will point to what? Me. Whatever he received from what? From me. He will share with what? With you. So because the Holy Spirit represents the agenda of God, the Holy Spirit intentionally hides his body. So it's only people that have come so close to that place of having intimacy relationship with him he begin to reveal himself to them are we together the word intimacy if i define it according to my own definition i will call it intimacy means into me and see that means when you begin to have intimacy with the holy ghost it means you begin to step into him and you begin to see through him are we together so you begin to share his thoughts that is koinonia and you need to know one thing about the holy spirit is that see in the beginning the holy spirit is the dimension of god that has always loved to spend time with man in proverbs chapter 8 if you read from verse 26 it was described as wisdom the bible said when god was forming everything he was there he was the master crab but the bible said his delight were in the world sons of what men so the holy spirit has always to have intimacy with what with man but you see he cannot be revealed to you in the full form until what until you encounter him he cannot be revealed to you in the true form until you have an encounter that will bring fellowship are we together so i said encounter is what everybody encounter is what a supernatural experience or an effect on your spirit that makes what god read to you that means the bible makes us to understand that what it, it takes the help of the holy spirit to know god he is the one he said no man come to god except which is called that means it is the holy this thing to become a reality you cannot know god without the holy spirit are we together you can never know him that means when you gave your life to jesus Christ and said Lord, come into my life it is the breath of the holy ghost that helps you to understand him are we together so the bible makes us to understand that you have been sealed with the holy ghost it takes the seal of the holy spirit to have a true relationship with god are we getting blessed are we getting blessed so that supernatural experience comes by the holy spirit how many of you believe that the holy ghost is here so if you believe that the holy ghost is here that means as i'm speaking to you remember the bible said the word that i speak to you they are what spirit and they are what they are life that means the holy ghost will begin to breathe on my words and as my word is coming to you to somebody it might be a letter but to you you are receiving life so the holy ghost will begin to release life into your spirit because anytime the bible talks about creation the bible talks about Activity, the Bible talks about life. You will see that the Holy Ghost is the one mentioned. That is why you see, even when God wanted to create the earth, the Bible said darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God was what? Moving. What was he doing? He was breathing life. So when he breathed, the God was able to create. Are you with me? God speaks, but the Holy Spirit is the one that brings to reality the words of God. 
Are we getting blessed? So without the Holy Spirit, don't expect manifestation. Without the Holy Spirit, don't expect a turnaround. Are we together? So any kind of encounter you are going to have must come by the help of the Holy Spirit. So encounter can happen through vision. There are people that have had encounter of seeing Jesus in the dream. There are people encounter can happen through the word of God. As I'm teaching to you right now, you will notice there is like a burning in your heart. There is a veil tearing. You are already receiving an encounter. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Can we say thank you, Jesus? So encounter can happen through different means. But one thing is more important that you cannot have a genuine work with God except you experience an encounter. Say encounter. I remember an experience I would like to share with the house. This experience began a long time ago. I was an investor of Ibadan. And I remember around that time I was in theater art. Not too long from where I entered the school. And a lot of things begin to happen. I was going through a lot of, uh, will I call it, a lot of things were happening in our life. I remember around that time, before I even went to school, my parents' house, the room were staying, got bumped. So there was no money, cash inflow. A lot of things were happening to me. Are we together? And because of some of the things that were happening to me, it was choking me. I was dying. The department was not helping it at that moment. Things were happening. No, we go, we do reasons. They don't allow us to, then they don't allow us to go to church. Because of some of the things that were happening then, my spiritual life began to die. And as it was dying, me, myself, I was dying. I found myself, a lot of junks were clouding my soul. I was struggling some minor, minor things that a believer that is strong in the faith should not struggle with. So I noticed my life was up and down. But you see, in that season, God showed me mercy. In that season, God what? Showed me mercy. How? I remember around that time, I had an encounter. And in that encounter, I found myself in a vision. And in that vision, I was standing before Jesus. You know, is that not surprising? Is that not amazing that Jesus can appear to you when you are not fine? normally according to our own orchestration and according to our own order you are supposed to be fine for God to what appear to you but now he's appearing to somebody that is not fine you see in other religion it is man seeking God it is only in Christianity that God seek man God himself begin to pay a visit to his children so some of you don't know that you are here by the orchestration of heaven you are not supposed to be here but God keep on wiring things there are some of you that you are supposed to be in school now but because of an encounter you have not had because of something that God is doing here that he wants you to partake of he knew if he take you to school without that thing you will be at embarrassment to the kingdom he knew if he take you to school without that thing you might be killed in school things might happen and he needed you to gain enough so God will say no you are not going yet wait until you get that thing are we together so back to what I was sharing with you. So in that season, the Lord appeared to me. And when Jesus appeared to me, listen, this is what happened. He was standing and I was standing. There were light all over him. The glory was so, the light was so much that I could barely look into his eyes. And behind him was an angel. The angel was standing with light too. And he looked at me. I was afraid. I was ashamed. Imagine whatever you want to think you know when you stand before the lord through there are things that happens to you they're all called the purging god began to purge me as i stood before him i watched my dirty mind everything was playing out and as i begin i begin to cry while i was crying he looked at me and smiled and said gabriel you lack strength and he stretched his hand toward me and light from his hand entered into me when i woke up i did not wake i woke up crying not long after them like some weeks later God had to send a man. And that thing is very important. I'm citing this so that you will know that listen to me very well. Anything that God wants to do in this dimension that concerns possibility, strength, that concerns transformation, there must always be a man in the picture. So God can impart you. God can appear to you and tell you, my son, I have chosen you to become a prophet. Don't think you will wake up one day and you will preach. God will begin to wire you and begin to connect you with men because men are carrier of the system of God on this dimension. Are we getting blessed? So God brought a man into the school. Remember then, I shared it on Facebook. That was when Apostle Joshua Seman came and ministered. And when he was ministered, I remember that day, still like today, I walked into the meeting and I was at the back back. There was no space. Everywhere was occupied. I was somewhere behind this, this thing. And as he stood up and he started ministering, toward the end, he said, who is Gabriel? As he mentioned my name, Gabriel, you know, the first thing, when he mentioned my name, I knew I was the one. 
Okay, sorry, bitter. Let me say, when he mentioned my name, I knew I was the one, but I started crying. I was crying because I did not believe that out of the whole crowd, God will remember. That was why I was crying. So as I was stepping now, people started, people that know Pastor Gabriel, you know, as I started moving forward, I was crying. The death was because God can remember me, even in this state. Even in a state where I feel I'm, I felt I was not fine, God can still remember my name. And when I got there, Apostle Joshua Seman said exactly what the Lord said. He said, He looked at me. He said, You feel, you think you are weak, but God is going to use you mightily. And I went under the power. And my life started changing. Somebody is here. That encounter, you will have it in this meeting. A counter has the capacity to restructure your life. A counter has the capacity to transform your life. When you have an experience with God, I'm not talking about going to church. Some of you are doing church because you don't know. You are still doing church. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Can we say thank you, Holy Spirit? So after that meeting, my life begins to experience a total turnaround. God begin to wired me. He begin to bring me in contact with places, with people. And after on the long run, God helped me out. Are we together? But that impartation commends everything. Are we together? That impartation commends everything. Now follow me closely. I said, anytime a man have an encounter with God, it has a way of changing everything. Encounter is not going to church. Listen to me very well. Some of you are going to church today because you were born into a Christian home. You have not yet encountered him for yourself. And that is a big problem. Are you with me? It's a big problem. I will tell you why it's a big problem. Are you ready? The whole earth is full of your glory. You are the Lord God Almighty. The earth is full. The earth is full of your glory. When you have an encounter with God, it will change everything about you. Your life will become sweet. Some of you, the imbalance you are experiencing in Christianity is because you have not had an encounter. The Lord is telling me right now that there are about five persons here. If you can say the loud amen, you will experience God before the end of this meeting. If there are going to be five people that God is going to touch, your name will be number one. Amen. Let's have a seat briefly. Kai. I discovered that you can do religion if you did not encounter him. Some of us, the Christianity you are using now is the Christianity of your parents. Is the fact that your parents build systems around you. And that system is what is keeping you. You have not encountered him. What you think you know now cannot sustain some of you when you go to school. Some of you it can only sustain you in Lagos. It cannot sustain you in the north. When you get to some areas in the north, like where I went to serve, there are places you will not see this presence. You will not see this kind of atmosphere. You will enter churches and you will see some churches, they are dry. There is no presence. It is there you will realize that truly you have not encountered him. Are we together? So encounter has a way of transforming everything. The day you encounter God, everybody around you will know. There are four signs that you have encountered God. Are you ready? There are four signs that you can see in the life of a man. Any man that says I have encountered God, there are four signs. The first sign is conviction. What did I call it? What did I call it? Conviction. So number one is what? Conviction. Number two, transformation. Number three, kingdom representation. Number four, results. Are you ready? 
So anytime you walk close to a man that says he has encountered God, look for these four things and if you did not find it, don't believe that man. The first one is what? Conviction. 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 I was glad when they say, let us go to the house of God. A man that has experienced conviction, you don't need to tell that man come to church. You don't need to beg that man to come to church on time. He knows because he knows he's not coming to church to meet a man. So before you even invite him, he was already there. So the first thing is called what? Conviction. Say conviction. So anytime you see a man that have really encountered God, you will see something called conviction. What is that thing that happened to Peter that when they wanted to crucify him like Jesus, he said, do not crucify me. I am not worthy to be crucified like the Lord. Turn me upside down. It's called conviction. What is that thing that happened to Paul? And all of a sudden, the man that was persecuting the kingdom changed and the man began to preach the gospel. Despite the fact that God told him that you will suffer, you will be persecuted for my sake. He said, yes, Lord, as long as I am sure that it is the Lord that is sending me, I am ready. What is that thing that happens to the men of old? Maybe some of you don't understand. You came and saw the Bible cheaply, so you did not know that the Bible came by the blood of men. There were men that they were to be killed all for the name of the Bible. They were to be killed that if they can, they continue, they kept the Bible, they kept on keeping the manuscript. They hid it and they were born to death. They were born to death and yet you will see them sinking. He said that we cling to that old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. What is that thing that make heaven real to them than this encounter? What is that thing that will make the man like Apostle Babawala climb a mountain and he's praying and he's not looking at time? Encounter. What is that thing that kept the men of God in the scripture? What is that thing that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came in contact with that they said, even if God will not save us, we are ready to die? Encounter. Until you have this encounter, your life will not remain. You will not experience a change in your life. The problem that Christianity is having today is because of the deficiency of encounter. You go to BP Nigeria, you will see that majority of the percentage, they all bear Christian name. They are members of church. They pay tithe. They pay offering. How come their life is not transformed? They were going to church, but they never had encounter with the Lord of the church. Something is going to be happening after this meeting. You are go- that encounter is, is going to, something is just going to burst out of you. You will wake up from this meeting and you will realize that some silly addition that I've hold you down will just melt. Why? Encounter. Anytime a man find him. So the Bible said, if you truly must find me, you will search for me with all of your heart. All, not half. Say all. It must be all. God, the jealousy of God cannot manage the half of man. Did you know why? Man has been something he loved. But listen to me very well. That angel said, what is man that you are mindful? Because they saw the mortality in men. They saw something about men that is not compared to the ancient. They saw a kind of weakness. But they saw that the fine expression, he loved them like that. Are we getting blessed? Are we getting blessed? Say a counter. So many people are going to church today. Listen to me very well. They are claiming Christian like the drama said. The guy was a thief but was saying he's a Christian. That my mother is a Christian, my daddy is a Christian. Listen to me, it does not matter if your father is a pastor or a deacon. If your father brings more flame from his mouth, it does not matter. What matter is have you encountered him for yourself? Because you will stand before the king of kings as your name, as Gabriel. You will not stand as opposed to Gabriel. You will not stand as prophet Gabriel. You will not stand as pastor Gabriel. All those titles does not matter. You will stand and give account as an individual. So if you do not encounter him before that time, there will be a problem. So what encounter does to you is to form in you, number one, what? Conviction. What do I call it? Conviction. So you are convinced. We are convinced. Paul said we are persuaded. We are persuaded. He said we know that all things is working together for our good. In Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, when Paul said I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Go and read the next verse. The verse before that verse. He said well, we were in hunger. That means he was hungry but his conviction is bigger than hunger. Some of you, you are hungry alone just because God did not provide for your school fees. You wake up and said, God, you have failed me. You lack conviction. You lack encounter. 
Some of you just because of something that happened in your family, you pray that that person will not die. You pray that that uncle of yours will not die. You pray that that your sister will not die. You pray for money and you fasted and yet he died. And you wake up and say God is faithless. God is not faithful. You say God is not real because you lack encounter. Encounter is a place you come to whereby circumstances does not determine your walk with God. It's a place you come to whereby circumstances has nothing to do with it. Are we getting blessed? It doesn't matter whether the rain falls or does not fall. Something is certain. God is God. Do you know? You will say that statement. You will see that the statement was consequentially easy. We know the, the, the apostles know. It's called encounter. And hope you know you can be with the master and not have encounter. Hope you know the disciples were with Jesus, yet they did not encounter him. It was when he died, the light was getting done on them. It was there things were happening to them. It was there many of them begin to really understand him. Hallelujah, say encounter. So I said the first element of encounter is what? Conviction. So are you convinced that Jesus is real? Are you convinced that the path of Christ is, is a way for you? Are you convinced? Listen to me. This thing is very important. Some of you are praying because of the association of witches and wizards in Nigeria. You lack encounter. It is witches and wizards. It is when you, you have a dream and they oppress you. You run to church and say, Pastor, help me. Or you begin to cry. Ah, God, help me. You lack encounter. Don't think you have encountered him. That you pray does not mean you have encountered him. He must be real more than emotion. He must be real more than feelings. He must be real more than what I am teaching you. Listen to me. I can only bring you into it, but I cannot sustain you. There is a place whereby the battle will be given to you. You will continue. If you do not continue, nothing will happen. God must be real to you. Forget. Listen to me very well. God is easy. We don't know God corporately. We know him individually. What dimension? You will now understand the reason why Jesus is Peter. He asked him, who do people say I am? He said, they say you are a prophet. He said, okay, thank you for that, but I want to know your own. Who do you say I am? So Jesus is asking a question to a brother or a sister sitting here. Who am I to you? Am I one of the many things? There are some people that see Jesus as a what? A money doubler. So you see them, they, everything they want, God increase me. God, they don't want to know him for themselves. They don't know that, listen, God has a need, brothers and sisters. And the needs of God is intimacy. Listen, the way you have a need, God has a need. You want God to meet you in your need. You to meet his need and he will meet your need. The things you are asking for, he wants to give you, but he wants you to, to come up either. He has a need. He needs you. He needs somebody to fill up face called intimacy. He needs somebody to stand and represent him. So the first one I said is what? Conviction. Now the second one is what? Transformation. Say transformation. Say transformation. And this is very important. How do we know truly that a child of God? Transformation. Anybody that confess that he's born again and you do not see a change before in his past and his presence, please don't believe that person. He's saved really by confession, he's born again, but by reality, by the reality of the workings of Christ. Because the Bible says, Walk at that salvation with fear and with trembling. That you have a role to play in the agenda of God in bringing to reality what God has started in you. So if you do not see transformation, it is not enough. There must be transformation. A song said, things are different now. Something happened to me when I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Things I know before has passed away. Things I know but now has come to stay. What have you known? What have you, what is staying in your life? Is there a transformation in the way you talk? I hope the way you talk in the world, you look at somebody and say, oh Lord, it will not be, you abuse. It's not the same thing that is still reflecting. They know you in the world before you gave your life to Jesus Christ that you are disrespectful. Everybody know you that this is a disrespectful child that does not know how to talk. But now that you are born again, is there a difference? If there is no difference, sincerely I tell you, you are only a churchgoer. You have not encountered him. Is there a difference in the place of work? Are you truly transformed? Some people hide their Christianity in the place where I don't want anybody to know I'm a Christian. They are drinking 
they are drinking alcohol, they bring you to collect it, and you smile and say, Ah, it should be alcohol, a little wine. You are misquoting the scripture, you lack encounter. When encounter becomes a reality, you are not ashamed of Jesus again. Are we getting blessed? Say encounter. Say encounter. So let us look into your life. Can we really see Jesus? I remember a hymn song we used to sing many years ago in deeper life. He said, let all that see Jesus in you. He said, keep telling the stories faithful and true. Let all that see Jesus in you. There is a place where people must see Jesus in you. And that is the seat of encounter. In the place of work, before, before, they know that you, this girl, anytime they call for a party, you are the number one. But now that you are born again, is there a difference? Is there something different about you? Or you are not, you are also hanging with the guy. And you listen to me very well. Transformation has a way of affecting your environment. When you are transformed, it affects everything about you, your relationship. So now that you are born again, if we see you snapping picture, you now stand with a, a girl that put earring in all of her nose and everywhere you are looking, both of you are looking like a monster. And you do like this, you lack encounter. Because when you have encountered God, you will encourage that girl out of that lifestyle. You will not join her. You will not be proud to stand by her side and say, okay, we are doing bestie. You are calling bestie. Light and darkness cannot be friends. It's either she become one or she's not. Because one will influence another. This is very important. When you encounter God, there is what? Transformation. Let us come to your house and ask five things about you. Can your parents really tell us that you are a Christian? Can they proudly call you a Christian at home? If that is not happening, I'm telling you, you lack what? Encounter. Then I said the third one is what? Kingdom representation. So after really you have encountered God, something will begin to happen. You will grow. And by growth, by growth, by being taught the word of God, you begin to represent the kingdom of God. So wherever you are, you are not ashamed of preaching Jesus. I remember a short playlet we did then. And that playlet was about a particular believer that was, you know, complaining to God and was telling God that God, I've been far from you because I'm going to work. You know, I don't have time to pray. And as he was saying this thing, God said, I don't understand what you are saying. And she said, ah, Lord, you don't understand what? I mean, I've been far from you. As she was saying those things, the God said, How are you far from me? Did my word not say that I am in you? You carry me up and down. Which church are you looking for? When you go to the place of work, church has entered the place of work. Hope you know that church is not a structure. This place is an event center. It is a church because you are here. Church is a man and with God church is God a man married together so the Bible says in the garden hope you know the garden was a bush they gathered together in the bush and God came down there and sat down with them so it's not about the place it's about the consciousness are you conscious that you're a mobile church the day you become conscious is some of you will go to school and there's no prayer you gather your friends come let's pray and you begin to pray iron sharpness iron you begin to share the word and grow together when there is no atmosphere set your own atmosphere because the same Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is where? It's on your inside. So you are a church. And the last one I said what? Resort. Say resort. Holy Spirit, grant us access in the name of Jesus. The last one is what? Resort. That means the fourth sign that truly you have encountered God is in resort. Is in resort. Did you have a resort? Did you have a proof to show? Can we look at you and see God? The Bible said, This sign shall follow them that believe, that believe by encounter. He said, They shall lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. But you see, when it comes to resort, you can never step into the reality of resort until you start taking steps. Because encounter will make you believe. Encounter will make you agree with the word of God. And by the time you agree, the response based on the fact that you have agreed with the word of God is that what? You take step of what? Faith. So some of you, like the drama says, if you are waiting for the healing anointing to come upon you, it will never come until you obey God and you begin to do evangelism. 
some of you, the Lord has led you. He said, What? Begin to do evangelism in the bus. You say, God, and you say, God, I want you to use me to shake the world. He wants to use you to take the bus. That is your training ground. Listen, our training grounds are different. Some people's training ground will be in school, some be in the bus. It is in that bus that signs that wonder that will happen that will announce you. So that is why God is not answering your prayer. You will keep on praying for announcement, He will not announce you. Why? Your announcement is in the bus, but you have neglected it. Some of you, your announcement is in the school you are teaching. God took you to that school so that you can impact students. In fact, the next promotion of your life is hiding among those students. Maybe you don't know some of the students you are teaching. God will intentionally hide the daughter or the son of a billionaire there. And you are teaching the child. Instead of revealing Christ, you kept your mouth shut because you are afraid of being intimidated. And you kept your mouth shut and your blessing will wile away. Instead of because the day you do that, as you preach Christ, that child will say what? Let me say for example, he said he had a pain. And you tell the child that go home. If your mommy has a pain, pray for your mommy. Say in the name of Jesus, go out. And the boy went home and prayed for probably his mother, the mother that was sick, and the sickness disappeared. And they said, Who is the man of God that sent you to us? They said the teacher in our school. The next day, the parents are in your school, and the husband they drove in and they will tell you that what he said, My wife has been sick for long. I have gone to different hospitals, nobody has been able to to do something i have a house and that house i had a leading to give it to you that might be your promotion so some of you are missing your pro- promotion by disobeying the small leadings of god now there's something i want to tell you and that's what i'm used to round up by the grace of god hallelujah apart from the first signs now the question is you see i've told you the first signs that but i've not revealed to you how to receive an encounter it's very important you must know how question is how how do I experience an encounter? Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. there are four signs that a man has encountered Jesus. One. Everybody. Two. Three. Four. Now this is how to what? Encounter God. How? You see sometimes we can teach you those four dimensions I may not reveal to you the how. The question is how? Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. Reveal a powerful principle. Are you there? Are you there? He said what? Everybody, ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. Hmm. Open your Bible to Luke chapter 11 quickly verse 10. We sing Emmanuel are you there? Luke chapter 11 verse 10. Are you there? Want to go together? For everyone that asks, what? And everyone that what? Seek, find. And everyone that knock, it shall be what? Open. That means the three doors to encounter, the first one is asking. Is what? Is what? Come. Watch an example. I asked you, where is the way to the toilet? Did you see? So I asked him. He showed me the way. So the first one is what? Axing, right? You can go. The first thing is what? Axing. Say axing. So you ask, 
and it shall be given unto you. So there are different ways to ask. Asking is by coming to the presence of God because you come with an expectation. Did you get me? He asks because he's going somewhere. He's going probably to the toilet. So I mean, there must be an expectation in your heart. So for you to ask, firstly, there must be an expectation in your heart. What are you expecting? So when you are expecting something, the second one is to what? Ask. So the first one, sorry, the first one is expectation. Let me add that. Expectation. The second one is what? Ask. So you ask. And how do you ask? You ask by what? Coming to the presence of God. So some of you, by sitting in this place, you are asking God for what? An encounter. By coming every Sunday for a moment of encounter, you are asking for what? An encounter. You are asking for something to happen to you. Are we getting blessed? Another way you ask, some of you, you don't even ask. The people ask you to be here. People, people ask on your behalf. In this kingdom, you can ask on somebody's behalf. Like some of you that were invited here, that it was not of your will. Somebody asked on your behalf and said, and the person invited you and said, come. And as he said, come, he said, God, I have invited this person here, encounter this person. So somebody can ask on your behalf. This is the reason why some children are born and they are born by a praying mother though their life is upside down but after some time because their mother is interceding on them because their mother or their parent their father is on his knees always praying for them their parents were asking that encounter will locate them so a certain stage God goes ahead of them and is waiting for them at the bus stop of life why? somebody has asked so there must be an ask there must be asking somebody must ask it's either you ask or somebody asks on your behalf some of you, the grace you are enjoying today is a product of what somebody asked many years ago on your behalf. Some of you, some of the things you are enjoying was what somebody, a pastor, somewhere that you did not know now has asked. You will go to heaven and meet him. And you will, as you are about standing to receive your reward, you will see some people lining behind you. And you ask you, I did not know you. He said, yes, I was interceding for you since the day I saw you. So the person asks that you encounter God. Hallelujah. The second one is what? The third one is what? Sick. Say sick. Say sick. Oh, say sick, everybody. He says sick. And you shall what? Fine. So come. So let's assume this man. I asked him, where is the way to toilet? Listen. The next thing is that he showed me the way. So me moving to the toilet is what? Is what? Seeking. Did you understand? Oh, if you if you get that clap for Jesus. Thank you. God bless you. Hallelujah. So, seeking is what? Moving to the toilet. So, when I got there, I have what? Sick. 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 Hmm. The seeking part of encounter is very powerful. And this is where the place I quoted earlier, find expression. You will only find him when you search for him with your heart. When it comes to toilet going, you cannot say, okay, this is my, my mother. Mommy, let's go to the toilet together. No, you go alone because you are the only one pressed. Are you with me? Two of you cannot really be pressed at the same time, though it happens sometimes. But most often, you are pressed individually. Hope you know when you are pressed, your pressing is not connected to somebody. The person is also experienced is our own pressing. Are we together? Are we together? So, it is your own seeking. You will seek God your own self. So seeking means you go toward that place. And that is what many believers are doing. That is what some are doing. Not all. Seeking means coming to that point whereby you say, Jesus, I want to know you for myself. I am tired of living up and down Christianity. Now, there's somewhere I'm going. You understand why I'm saying all these things. Why you need an encounter? You understand. Are we together? So you will seek. Say you will seek. Say seek everybody. So seeking means pressing in for it. Some of you, because you need an encounter, you will stay with the Lord. You will be on your knees, you will cry for it. And seeking also involves prayer. It involves fasting. Some of you will need to deny yourself of food so that the Lord can become real to you. See, I tell you some of you the problem. In fact, let me tell you, one of the easiest ways to deal with addiction is fasting. The church has removed fasting because of laziness. Listen, fasting is part of Christianity. When you fast more, you die to flesh. There are some things for those of you that you stay beside a lady, your body is moving. Go and fast. Your problem is not God. Your problem is not that God did not love you. You are asking for power to be above you. You don't need power. You need to fast. 
The power is in fasting. The Bible says this kind does not go, but by prayer and fasting. Consistent fasted life will take you out of those little, little additions. Because those little, little additions is preventing you from ascending speed in the hierarchy of destiny. In the train of destiny, you are walking slowly. I'm going there. So what you need is a din of fasting to your prayer life. The way you are praying, add fasting to it. You will see those things will live. Are we together? Are we together? The person that lives with me understands. We don't eat always like... <laughs> Amen. I remember yesterday when Brosheon came to my place. When we came, we were talking. I had to tell him that, Oga, sorry, we don't eat always here. It's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal. So, and he's, uh, you understood immediately. Hallelujah. You must add fasting to your life. Tell somebody, add fasting. Look at the person, fast. Say, don't be lazy. Add fasting to your life. Add fasting to your life. There are some things that should not be normal to you. Believers are weak today because they don't fast. Add fasting to your life. They touch you. Add fasting to your life. I know a man of God, Apostle may will tell you that if you see a lady and you lost, then this stretch. He said, if you come back and you look again and the thing look again, go another one hand. Whether you like it or not, it's working. Did you hear what I've just said? Don't give space for the devil. You understand the reason why I'm saying all these things. By the time I, I, I will round up, by toward the end of the, my, I will share something with you that will make you understand why you need an encounter. Why all these things must happen to you. Are you with me? I said, add fasting. Amen. Then the last one is what? Knock. Hey. Say knock. Knock. Say knock. Now, this is another very powerful sense. Now, when you knock, the Lord will open. Now, knocking is not just asking. In the place of asking. Now, in the place of, some of you can go to the toilet. Like, like I'm using toilet for an inscription. Some of you can go to the door. Now, anytime a man moves closer, imagine God being at the toilet. Or imagine God being in the room. Let me use the room better still. Are you with me? Let me use a room. Imagine God being in that room. Now, one thing about God is that, listen, watch me everybody. One thing about God, come again, let me use you. Thank you. One, I like this clap our, they are looking so great. So I have to use them. Now, listen, one thing about God is that what? This is God, this is man. Anytime you move closer to God, before you get closer to God, signs and wonder begin to rot in your life. Are you with me? Did you catch what I've just said? God is full of light. It's like the more you move closer, the light will reflect on you, right? The same way, when you begin to seek God, the power of God will begin to manifest in your life. But that does so. Some people move closer to the door and they get result and they turn back. They don't enter. Because it is when you enter, you will meet the real person that is there. Are you getting blessed? So many people are seeking God and they are getting results. You can seek God and get prophetic ability. You can seek God and get anointed to heal the sick. But have you encountered him? Listen, that's another phase in the realm of encounter. That place, see, when you enter that, some people stop in that bus stop and they become G.O. And men of God, they are mature before you, but in the kingdom, they are babies. They are not respected because they are without rank. Rank is only for men that have met him in person. Because when you meet him, because outside you can be assuming. Some of you can be assuming that Jesus carried, he has white beard, this thing, but you have not met him. But when you move closer, when you enter the room, which is the last one, you will now meet his heart. It is that place he begins to kill you. Hmm. It is when you enter and meet him, Gong that is where he begins to deal with you. In that place, he will, hey, Jesus. That is where, as a man of God, you will enter a meeting. You know, some of you that during worship, men of God, you'll be standing and be shaking your head. You have not entered. You stayed at the bus stop. You receive, you stay at the close, at the at the entrance. You have received anointing. So God is big. So during, when they say worship God, you are moving. You have not met him. Because when you meet a man that have met him, before you call the song, he's already jumping. Because he has become like a baby. Because anytime you meet him, he has a way of changing you. He said, let the children come to me. So when you meet him, he will first begin, that is where he begins to deal with you. Listen to me very well. When you meet him in person, you stop sinning. Hey. At that place, 
Listen, some of you, you are sinning today because you are afraid of offending God. There is a place where you stop sinning because you are afraid of losing his reality in your life. His presence becomes so real. It becomes a jealousy. That thing that provides money, you have not experienced it. That is why you are still... See, when you stand in a place and you cough and the power of God came down and you know that stepping into this one will shorten the ration of that thing, you say, no, no, no. This thing can take away my destiny. Some of you have not seen what God has put upon you as a word, as a word, as a source of income. That is the reason why you are taking it with left Listen, your anointing is your money. I'm talking to somebody prophetically, whether you believe it or not. The anointing is your promotion. Some of you are here, you are praying, God promote me. No, your promotion is already in you. You are joking with your promotion. Your promotion is that thing you are using to play in life. That you are kicking yourself, living a reckless life. Live up and down today, you are joking with, because God will not put a city on a baby. So you can go on living like a baby. But listen to me very well. Rank, kingship is not given to babies. There are thrones. You don't give thrones to babies. Are we together? Are we getting blessed? Don't say, ah, size. That's why it's hard today. Amen. Are you getting blessed? So you can keep on jumping today. You are wasting the, your money. His money. Oh. oh, how do I? I'm trying to use a language you will understand. Because when they invite you, they will pay what is upon you. When you are invited, you are inviting somebody like Messi Chingo, you will at least you will be keeping something up to a million. What are they paying? It's the oil. People are paying for what? The grace you carry. And that grace can what? Can put food on your table. I'm talking to somebody. I'm not talking to everybody. So keep on joking with the source of your income. You will remain poor till you die. It's not a cost because you are joking with what we put food on your table. You are joking with what we make you to be a blessing to your generation. You are joking with what we make you be a total package of a blessing to a nation. Joke, keep on joking with it. So sometimes when we say run away from immorality, run away from this thing, you see, there's a stage for baby. You can be a baby, but you need to grow up in this meeting. That is why you are here. Before they are telling you wrong, you're like, I don't want to sin, I don't know what to do, I just don't want to do, I don't know why when I go to that guy, it's because reality has not got done on you. The day it got done on you, that the whole world is upon this decision of my life, is upon my decision. Ah, nobody will tell you to go on your knees, nobody will tell you to pray, nobody will tell you to seek God. Of course, we do not seek him for fame, but I'm telling you the sincere truth. Nobody will pay for nothing. People invite a man that has substance. Every man that see, that is why you are bringing this man of God, you are bringing a position, you are bringing that, you can't bring by people, those great men of God, and you, you win uh, 10,000 era and said, manage it. They can collect it for... You won't want to do it because you know the worth. Men pay for what? No man pay for nothing. What are people going to pay for? Some of you, the anointing that is upon you is like the Daniel anointing. And God is sending you to that office to be one of the politicians. I hope you know Daniel was like a vice president. He was a vice president to four Babylonian presidents. I hope you know Babylon. Do you know what Babylon is? Babylon is a system of the world. When the Bible says love not the world, it's saying love not Babylon. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 18, it was so he said, Mystery, oh thou great Babylon, thou art fallen. He called it Mystery Babylon. He said, Look at the description. Babylon is a system that controls this world. Imagine Daniel was under as a vice president and he was not corrupted. That means before Daniel went there, he had an encounter. Hey! You see the reason why many of our politicians are getting there, they are born again. They go to church. Oh, some of them can even be pastors, but when they get there, the corruption overwhelms them. Why? No encounter. Encounter is that thing that can sustain you. Did you not see? And listen, every man that have encounter, your encounter will be tested. It's a test. That is how you know every encounter must confront a test. So if the situation pull you down, it shows you've not really met him. Are we getting blessed? Oh, is somebody getting blessed? So Daniel came before that face. All of a sudden, because Daniel had an encounter, and by virtue of that encounter, he understands that how to sustain that encounter is by prayer. 
Listen, the Bible said Daniel was blessed with the gift of sight. But you know, if Daniel did not pray, that thing will die. So Daniel understands that what brought me to this place is what? Is this thing. So all of Daniel had to oil the anointing. You have to oil your oil. And oiling your oil is the place of prayer. So Daniel gathered every time to pray. And do you know one thing? These people understand. The leadership of Babylon, they understand. They said what? Let us stop Daniel for praying for 30 days. Because if Daniel can successfully stop praying for 30 days, the system will destroy many things. Many things will happen. And Daniel understood. He said, no, this one is the word brought me here. I have had an encounter with him and he's real. They said, cast him to, to the, they will cast him to the den of lions. Some of you don't think, you think Daniel does not have a wife. That the Bible does not talk about it. You think does not have. His wife must have said, darling, you don't have to die like this. Darling, think about it, you have children. He said, don't worry. I have met something that is real. That thing is able to keep me in the lion den. I can assure you, don't worry about me. I have met something that is bigger than the world, than the threat of men. Encounter. When they throw him there, he was confidently there. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God because you are real. Thank you, Jesus. He started worshiping because they know they've had an encounter with him. Hey, have you had that encounter? What is that thing that gave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? And they said, even if our God will not deliver us, we know something. We know something. There is a system that can turn around for advantage. We have encountered him. You don't have to tell us about him. We know him like know him. We can be in office. They know that they were not promoted by what? By Nebuchadnezzar. They know that Nebuchadnezzar was only a medium of promotion. The real encounter came from the Lord. Did the Bible not say promotion comes from the Lord? So they were aware. So when that thing came, when they got there, they could not be shifted. Why? They knew what brought them there. They knew why they are there. Imagine four Babylon, four leadership, four leadership. Imagine staying under somebody like Nebuchadnezzar that did not believe in God and you are still sustaining your God. Imagine staying under Belshazzar that did not believe in God and your God is still intact. Imagine staying under Darius, Cyprus, those people, they did not believe in God. Your God is still a real. Is somebody praying already? That is what a counter can do to you. It becomes more real. It's not that they are telling you. Now you have come to know. The Bible said that which we have seen and we have looked upon. Our hands have handled. There must be a place you handle that thing. There must be a place. Reviver, encounter, reviver. Hey. In Jesus, they will pray. Amen. Listen, this is the last one I want to share. Encounter me now. Jesus, I have wasted my time. Let there be restoration on my account. Let there be restoration on my count, on my count, on my count. And we are going to pray. Are you ready? Hey, somebody you must encounter God. Though. Are you with me? A man of God, Apostle Seman, shared something, and I want to bring that thing before we round up. In one of his messages, he said something. He said, There are four phases in the life of a man. Listen, he said, The first one is the morning stage. The second one is the afternoon. The third one is the evening. The fourth one is the resting. Now he said, first 25 years of your life is your morning. That means the 
before the age of 25 you ought to have received all the revelation you want to receive you ought to have known what you ought to know they should not be pursuing you to church they should not be telling you inviting you before you come to a meeting they should not be begging you by 425 you ought to have gained every required knowledge for destiny before 25 years old you ought to have been set for destiny you ought to have started in fact you should be in your university you should have taken some required step on destiny he said the second phase which is what the afternoon stage the next 25 years meaning from 25 to the next what 50 years of your life that stage is called the execution stage he said that stage is a stage of manifestation that is a stage you begin to step into destiny many things should be good should be happening in that stage and after that stage the next 25 years we that means from 50 to what? To 75 should be a stage called the evening. And what do you do in the evening? Evening is when you begin to lay structure for your outgoing. You know that you are already preparing to leave this realm. So because of that, you are already laying. So you are building structure by close to 75. You should already have orphanage homes, helping people. You should have structures that can bless people, systems. You should have become whatever you should have been. You should not be building house at that level. If you are building house, not for yourself. It should be for others. Many good, good things should be happening at that stage. He said then from 75 above, that place should be your resting. That means that place you should just be relaxing and be waiting on the Lord. You should be engaged. It's a resting state. But some of you here, you are you are past the age of 25. You are combining two, two seasons of your life together. If you are in 30, that means it's the season of your manifestation you are still learning. You see that you don't have a time. That is why if you see somebody that is underage and is coming to church and is saying, small, small, and going, you, you are joining the person. Not knowing that you have two seasons, two seasons. Two seasons is backing on your own life. Two. You have wasted one. So that one is a carryover. So you are mixing two sitting together. So if another person is not fasting, you should be fasting. If another person is eating, you should not eat. If another person is not praying, every day, you are going on the road. Anywhere you find yourself, something should be happening. Because you are not sharing the same season. Somebody is not praying. No. We have a few more minutes to go. Hey. Shake it, take it, take it, take it, Encounter, revival, encounter, revival, encounter, encounter, encounter me now. Jesus, encounter me now. Encounter me now. Encounter me now. Encounter me now. Jesus, I have wasted my time. Let there be restoration on my account. Hey, somebody is not praying. Oh, let there be restoration on my account. On my account. On my account. I call again and I die. I call again and I die. I call again and I die. Jadi kenapa? Sebenarnya, 
The Lord told me that something is going to happen in this just few minutes. In the next five minutes, as we are going to be praying in the next five minutes, the power of God is going to come upon you. I saw something in the realm of the spirit. I cannot minister prophetic one on one because the time is fast spent. But something I saw, I saw restoration. The Bible said, Thou restored my soul. There's going to be a restoration because impartation is one of the systems that can restore, that can restore season, that can restore possibility. So as we begin to pray this time, the power of God will come upon you mightily. By the time the ushers get ready, as the power come upon them, bring them forward. Something is going to happen right now. Wherever they are, the power of God is breaking forth now. Ushers, bring them forward. Ushers, bring them forward. Right now, the power of God is coming upon that lady. It's coming upon that car. Let there be a tear in the atmosphere. Let there be a restoration. Bring her forward. Bring her forward. Wherever they are, Holy Ghost, mark them now. Lord, let there be restoration. Holy Ghost, the command restoration upon your soul. I command restoration of your season. I command a compression of time. I command mercy to speak on your advantage. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can you give him glory? Can you give him glory? Can you give him glory? If you are sick in your body and you have been healed, shout glory. Amen. If you have been sick, amen. Quickly, if you, are, if, you have, if you have any amen to your body and you check it's gone, just run forward. I just want to take one or two testimonies and we are done. Just come forward. Fast, 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 fast. Amen. Just come forward. The Lord healed you instantly. Come forward. Kai. See how there are many. Kai. Can you celebrate God? Celebrate God. Celebrate miracles. Celebrate God. Celebrate the God that does miracles in Omega Vision. Amen. Kai. You see, this is the kind of meeting that if you miss, someone say, if I miss, I will cry. This is that kind of meeting. Imagine if some people have said, ah, rain is falling, I will not come. And they sit in their house. See why you must invite people. You see why you must invite people. This is the first meeting here. <laughs> yes. The Lord told me, this place, you see all this outside there, we have canopies here. It will not contain. We are not spending long here. Some people think we are in a panacea. <laughs> Amen. All right, we are going to take testimonies quickly. Amen. All right, quickly. Hallelujah. So, just Amen. tell us your name. Just tell us your name and go straight to the testimony. Thank you. Okay, come and stand here. Amen. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Come and stand here. Come and stand here quickly. We just want to take brief testimonies and we are done. Praise God. How to thank God? And also, why that is going on? Somebody received a leading to somebody wrote a letter here. You receive a leading to so you see they send me, but please come out. I'm gonna pray for you. you. Receive a leading to so some money to what God is doing here. I'm gonna pray for you. Meet you. We are done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. My name is David. I there is this kind of cough. speak louder, speak loud, speak to the mic. There is this kind of cough that comes to me once in a while. 
especially when I'm exposed to the cold. So much more it comes from me, it comes to me from my lungs. But as Papa was ministering today, I want to give God the glory that everything has gone. There is no Shout glory. Next person, quickly, quickly, quickly. Fast, fast, fast. Praise the Lord. My name is Praise. Like actually today. Put it in your mouth. Like actually today, I was I was coming here like at the church I was I was having like all this kind of headache that you can't bend. And when I was inside the mar- the keke, I was having blurry eye. Like I can't see where with this my left eye. And as we were shouting there, I saw something like like a sharp something left me. Kai, you do hear that? You do hear that? He said he was having migraine and his eyes. He could not see clearly. He was looking blurry. While the meeting was going, he said he felt like something left him. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. And he was healed. Amen. My name is Joseph. When I woke up this morning, I felt pain in my right arm. Mm. So, I was like, it hasn't happened before. Even when I went to church, I was still feeling the pain. When I was coming, I felt the pain. As we are praying, the pain disappeared. Shout glory. (laughs) Say God is here. You know, even when they went to church, they said God is here. God of Omega. Praise God. My name is Esther. I want to thank God. Like this morning, my mommy woke me up that I should go and meet my grandma. And immediately she woke me up. I could not breathe. Even when I came here, I could not breathe. But immediately, Papa said, I saw an usher. You are healed now. That was why I was covering my face before. I just want to thank God for healing. Yeah, so what, what did you get healed of? My, I could not breathe. You very could not well. breathe very well. Oh, yeah, breathe now, breathe now. Take it in. Good. Shout glory. Next person, fast, fast, fast. My name is Ola. Um, from since one Monday, I've been having malaria and I've taken drugs and I'm relieved a little bit. And this morning, this morning, I could, I was unable to go to church. I was unable to go to church because of, I was unable to go to church because of the weakness. As I'm very weak, but I just forced myself to come to Omega. But as I was there, just praying. I just feel like a strength in me now. Like Kai, shall glory. Symptoms of malaria disappears. Praise God. My name is Lysha. Lysha. I don't thank God for my life, and I don't thank God that I do have back pain before. Well, since the time, since when, since when Pastor said we should pray, and during the during the time we are praying. I could not feel the back pain again. Hallelujah. Now, I mean, you could not feel the back pain again. After what we were praying, he had back pain, but he could not feel it again. After it what, it just disappeared. Ooh. All right, next person. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Um, my name is Mary Jane. Actually, this morning, when I woke up, my two arms was really, really paining me. It was as if maybe I carried weights the previous day. The thing even made me very weak. I was just sitting down there, everything they were saying. It was as if I'm going to be weak, I'm sick that very moment. So when we started praying, Papa said, if check that place that is paining you, whether it has gone. When I tried to leave the arm, the arm was going straight. Something I can't, something I can't even do. It was really going straight. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next person, please. Just talk about it. Talk about it. Alright, she's thanking God that while this morning her hand was pinning her, that her both arms were pinning her as if she had lifted weight, she had done strenuous work. But while she was sitting down there, she felt very sick. But while prayer was going on, she just, and Papa said that if you haven't pinned your body, check that place. And immediately she checked that place, she could lift her hands very well. Alright, next person. Praise God. I'm a mom by name. I've been in school. My mom just compelled me that I should come home. So I, when I got home, I got to the church. I didn't see her. All the people she told me to see, I didn't see them. I was a bit with that. Why did she tell me to come? Because I had plans that I would go for the outpouring. But when I got to Ayoba, I was like, where should I go to? 
I just called Sister Ibuka. She said I should come. She directed me and I came in. I've been believing God for a business name and what to do. Mm. Sitting there, let me say the last word Papa made. He said, 25 years to 50 years, you have to start doing something. So as if sitting there, the Lord was just opening my eyes to things that I should have done that I have not done and things that I would do. Praise God. Shout a counter. Encounter. Encounter.